Welcome to Journey with Jesus. We're so glad you've joined us today. We hope that you will hear something in today's podcast that will encourage you to find joy in your journey with Jesus. What a great start to this new year. 2022, the new year where we can be new in Christ. All in with Jesus. So how are you this morning, Tanya? I'm great. It's a new year and I am energized. Great, great. You know, we talked the other day about being all in, and and I love that all in. You know, not just some in or part in, but all in from the inside out, all in to God. Don't you love that? I do. And when you just put a little bit of yourself in, you only get a little bit back. But when you put your whole self in, God can do so much more with you. He can, and His everlasting love is so amazing that when we embrace Him and His love and let His love consume us from the inside out, we can redirect and we can refocus, we can reset. Some of these words we've already talked about, about how to just embrace His love. Today we're going to talk about redirection, redirecting. It's important that we redirect those things that we know are unhealthy for us, whether it be we haven't put enough emphasis on our walk with God, maybe we haven't been kind to our neighbor. All of those things can impact our outcomes. So if we redirect using God as our compass, we can get so much further with what He has in store for our lives. We can, and when we redirect our attention, our words, redirect that towards God, then our thoughts, our actions, our response will be better. You know, have you ever had to discipline a child or a dog and and they're doing something you really don't want them to do? What do you do? You redirect them towards the right action. So maybe we've been walking in this past couple of years in a way that we know, you know, we need to do better. Not just better, but we need to turn towards God and, and our relationship with Him. Let's redirect everything towards God and let's see what happens in 2022. I think it's going to be amazing. I do too. So why don't you sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, let's grab hold of Jesus and he will bring the Bible to life for you. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today and first and foremost, we ask for forgiveness of the places where we've not leaned in more on you and not trusted you. We ask that you forgive us when we have fallen short and sinned against you, but we know that you are a merciful, graceful God who gives us new grace and mercy each and every day. So Lord, right now we claim that, we receive it. We want to be redirected to put our focus back on you. We know that when we put ourselves in a better place, you can carry us to places we never even thought possible because with you, all things are possible. So Lord, let us lean in at this particular time, trusting you with all that we are, knowing that your plan is always better. Redirect us to where we're headed. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're going to begin with a challenge today. Let God direct your steps, your heart, and your mind. It's pretty simple, but it's sometimes the simplest things are the hardest. So our challenge for you listening is let God direct your steps, your heart, and your mind. Jill, that brings me to a scripture. It comes from Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. 
Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all of these things will be given to you. You said it a moment ago. It seems so easy. And friends, let me tell you, it really is. But you have to let go of self and be guided to what God wants and be open to where he carries you to be able to live out this scripture. But let's listen to it again. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. What an important scripture and, and such truth. Another one that goes really well with that is what Jesus Christ tells us in John 14, 7. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So we are told in both of those scriptures to direct everything to God, the kingdom of righteousness, and of course to Jesus Christ who is the way. So let's redirect our way to the way. You like that? I do. I do. That's great. <laughs> Redirect our way to the way, Jesus Christ. And when you do, you're going to find that his love will shine where all else seems to be fading away. His light shines in the darkness. His word is a lamp to our feet, a light to our path. So if you're looking for another way out to see God's way or to see the way, to hear his voice, to know his plan, the key is let God direct your steps. It is. And it leads me to another scripture. This is the way, walk in it, which is Isaiah 30, 21. And I know we probably used that one recently, but I think it's important because even when you think you're on the path that God has for you, sometimes you need to reevaluate that. Is that really Tanya's path or Jill's path or is that God's path? Very good, and I love that, and I have a really good example. I know a lot of you out there are watching Yellowstone. In fact, the season finale was on recently, and man, we got to wait a long time to get season five. <laughs> but there's a scene there, and after I saw it, I thought a little bit about it. It's the scene where Casey is out in the wilderness, um, and he's been there many, many days, and he is trying to figure out some things in his life, um, and... He's seeing these visions of people from the past, situations from the past. And then towards the end of where he's about ready to, to leave and, and come to terms with some things, a young woman appears. Did you remember that scene when I she do. appears? And she stands before him. They go up on this mountain. She's like, follow me. And so in his vision, he's following her, this beautiful young woman. And they're looking out over this mountainside, and, and he said, what, what, what is this? She's like, well, look at these paths. There's a path this way, and there's a path that way. And then what she said is, but you have to choose the path. And so I'm going to tell you the way that you can choose that path is to redirect and let God direct you to pray. Another thing that was said to him while he's having these visions is you haven't been praying. So that hit me is in order to know the path, you need to first of all surrender and pray and seek the, the way. You have the choice. These paths have been laid out for all of us. So let's listen to the voice of truth and not all these other voices. Just like Casey saw the way, he would have to walk in the right way. So we'll see what he does in season five. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, 
I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking part of his journey in this experience he was going through was about prayer. You can't get where you're going if you're not communicating and praying with God. You can get to a path and it may have some joyful things about it, but is it really going to be where God wants you to be? Can you redirect where you are to find God's path? Right, and I agree with you. And when you make prayer a priority, God's going to incline his ear to you. When you call on him and start praying, he's going to show you that way. There's a scripture that, that says this so beautifully in the Psalms. Psalm 116, verses 1 and 2. Let me read it. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my pleas for mercy. Because he inclined his ear to me, therefore I will call on him as long as I live. So folks, it's time to pray. And I have an acronym for the word pray, P-R-A-Y, that I, that I just came up with. Some of this, I've heard a lot of these acronyms, but this one just kind of hit me, pray. P, praise him. Praise him. Start out with praising him. Even in the storm, praise your Lord. Then R, repent. Just like Casey out there, he was having to repent and see some things maybe that he could have done better that he needs to do, then ask. That's the A in pray. You know, a lot of times we just don't ask. We don't think we're worthy to ask or we don't know what to ask. And finally, why? Yield. Yield or surrender to the Lord so that you will know the way he's leading you. So again, praise, repent, ask, and yield. You bring out some very valuable points, and I think it's important to emphasize that, but I want to add a scripture to it, and that is from Psalm chapter 5, verse 3. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my requests before you, and I wait expectantly. One of the things that I think it's a, has been good for me, and you may find this to be true as well, Jill, the goal is not to be the perfect person to pray or prayer, but it is to fully delight in the Lord. It is to turn your heart to Him and let Him change you in a way that can prepare you for what He has in store for you. That's been a big, hard lesson for me to learn. How have you, how have you challenged with that? Mm -hmm. Well, it's interesting that you say that because that's my favorite scripture is delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. That's exactly what you said, is the more that you spend time with him, delighting in him and your relationship, you read his promises, his, you listen to his word and you obey it, then he will change you from the inside out. And the desires of your heart are going to be his desires for you. They change. The closer you get to God, the closer that you feel your desires changing in a positive way towards what God wants for you. I agree. And I know for me, the last six months or so have been kind of a an odd place. I get really close a couple of days and then I don't know if it's my own insecurities or my own inadequacies or my own failures, but then I feel like I've kind of separated myself from God and then I get back and I'm right back where I am. So I want you to know if you're listening today, it's not a constant, steady, mountaintop experience. You're going to find some valleys in there, and you're going to find some places that don't make any sense. For me, going back to Scripture, 
always redirects me back to what God has in store. It does. And you redirect to his promises. Yes. And then pray them over yourself, over your circumstances. Let me give you an example. Do you need peace right now? I think we all need peace. Listen to this scripture from Philippians 4, 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So, Tanya, if we need peace, there's an answer right here. We can have the peace of God, and He will guard our hearts and our minds with that peace. He will, and He can change you in a way that only He can change. I also like to think about, you know, we're kind of in the middle of January and we're trying to navigate. Did we hold true to our resolutions that we're working towards or did we even make any at all? You can get up each and every day and make a new decision to redirect where you are and focus back on Christ. Isaiah 43 verse 18 Forget the former things and do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. God wants to do a new thing in you too, not just me. Exactly. He wants us to be new in 2022. He's doing a new thing in us. But in order to know what that is, we need to surrender everything over to Jesus. Surrender whatever you're worried about, the control that you need, feel like you need to have over everything, your fear, your loneliness, your bitterness, anger, maybe this you just are depressed about a couple things. All these these emotions and these these qualities that we can have are normal. We're human. And you're so right what you said. There's not always this mountaintop experience. There's gonna be some valleys. But when we redirect and redirect our mind, our heart, everything to God, and we don't be anxious because we can give everything to him in prayer and make our requests known to God. And, and he will help give us that peace. Definitely. As I was going through part of my devotionals over the last few days, I ran across a scripture. And I've read it and I've thought about it. It's even marked in my Bible. Mm-hmm. But it just read differently to me this time. And I'm coming from Ephesians chapter 3. And I'm going to be reading verses 16 through 18. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide, how long, how high, and how deep is the love of Christ. And I'm going to stop right there. That's about halfway through the 18th verse. It is important for us to recognize it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what's going on in your world. When we redirect back to how much God loves us, He gave us His only Son who died on a cross, who rose again three days later so that we could enjoy this life He's given us. Yes, there's going to be trouble. Yes, there's going to be trials. We lean in on God during those times, and He makes them better. He gets us through them. It's not our own doing, but God's doing. And I love those scriptures that you read, and that is so important for us to realize that, yes, God is there for us. Everything that we need is in our dwelling in us 
through Christ and through the Spirit, the Holy Spirit that dwells within us as believers. And a part of that scripture that you read is the prayer that Paul prays over the people for spiritual strength, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through the Holy Spirit. I want to talk about the Holy Spirit for a moment. We can be directed by God to God by the power of the Holy Spirit that dwells within us. I just love knowing that. Tanya, what a power to have. Not only did Jesus die for us and rose again so that we may have life and we may be forgiven and have that grace that we need, but we have the power and the love of the Holy Spirit filling us inside to direct us. Because a lot of people may be saying, I know I need to redirect. I don't know how. I don't know what to do. But it is through listening to the Holy Spirit within us. That's that still small voice that's within us as a believer, that the gift that Jesus gave to us when he left and, and went and he told the disciples, I will give you another gift, another helper to be with you forever. And so it's important that we realize that once we believe in Jesus, he deposits the Holy Spirit within us. Jill, you bring up some excellent points about the Spirit. And the Spirit is there to guide and help you. It was... Jesus truly said he was sending that helper to help us. But you have to activate it. You have to be engaged in a relationship with God to have that spirit working in you and actively working in you. And it can change where you are. Suddenly, things can happen differently that you never dreamed would happen because the spirit is working in you. And it can be such a place of peace. It really can, and, and I know this personally. Exactly what you're saying, I have experienced this. Just a time in my life when I truly did surrender to the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. I know the Holy Spirit was living in me, but I hadn't activated Him in my life. It's almost like I was awakened again, wide awake, to know what it is that God was wanting me to do. You see, I had been a Christian for many years, but didn't really understand the power of the Holy Spirit alive and active working within me. And I had a lot of friends at the time who were sharing scriptures about the Holy Spirit. And a couple of these women said, well, let me pray over you and pray and, and show you and share with you some of these scriptures that are found in the Bible and in Corinthians and Ephesians and John. And they're all over the Bible so that I could read the word to try to understand first. Of course, pray. And then they prayed over me. And so I just remember like it was yesterday. Tanya, it was back in February of 2015. A friend of mine had prayed over me, and she said, you know, I pray that you will, you know, surrender your plan, what you wanted to do. Because I was sharing with her some plans that I wanted to do, that I thought we need to do this, 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 and this. Because as you know, I'm a planner. Yes, you, <laughs> you are. You are too. Yes, I and, am. And so it's a good thing, but I was... You see, I wasn't surrendering to God's plan. I wasn't letting Him work in me. And so I finally, after she prayed that over me, I realized, you know, I have not surrendered control. I'm trying to plan out things. Specifically, it was for revival in my community amongst the youth in our community. I had that burden on my heart for years. So I finally just, I, I did. I just remember, like, like I said, like it was yesterday, being in my room and just surrendering through prayer, 
and and just through talking to God, just like I was talking to a friend, I surrender to you, Lord. Do your work in me. Holy Spirit, come alive in me. And Tanya, from that moment forward, it was amazing how many doors were opened, um, how things worked together. And then I saw things from a different perspective. God was wanting me to focus on some things that he needed me to do first before the big vision of revival would happen. And he shared with me that maybe there's some ways that you can make a difference one-on-one with people, with these students that you're burdened for. Bring in other people from the community who have the same burden, who want to work and help. And so once I did that, Tanya, it's like not only did things start working out and I saw the direction, but oh, I focused on God's love and I felt encouraged, accepted, empowered. And let me read a scripture that really resonated with me. Romans 15, 13 came to life. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. So Tanya, I have to tell you, I had that hope from surrender. I had that joy and peace, believing, and that power of the Holy Spirit became real and active in my life. Every day, I just saw things differently. And it's a process. I mean, and I still am growing. I'm still praying for more of the power of the Holy Spirit to come alive within me because I know that God has poured His love upon our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. And so no more focusing on what I've done wrong or the shame or that I can't do this or how is this ever going to happen or the people that had told me that could never happen, you know, put me down. You can't do that. There's no way. Not you can't make a difference. These people can't make a difference. It, there's, it's too big. No. I was redirected and I focused on God's love, the power of the Holy Spirit, and realized I can't do it. But God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, through Jesus Christ, can do it. Jill, it's unique that you share that story because I can see over my last five or ten years different things that I never dreamed could come to pass, and yet they did. And I do believe it was because of my own determination and discipline to spend time with God that I was in a place of spirit-filled where God could move in me and show me how I needed to respond. So I think it is wonderful that you have had that experience, and thank you for sharing that, because I think that's going to touch someone that's listening today. Mm-hmm. Because the power of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is real. He is a person. God the Father, His Son Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, three in one. And when we focus on all three and we realize that we can have a relationship with all three, it's just so overwhelming. And you had read out of Ephesians 3. Well, I know personally you and I have a favorite verse and we're claiming this. And we want you, if you're listening, to listen and claim this over your life. It's Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. And that's the end of that prayer for spiritual strength. But we want to encourage you, just like you said, Tanya, God was able to do more abundantly than anything you could have asked 
or thought. And same with me. I've seen it over and over in my life. And it's nothing that I've done except follow the path. I made the choice to let go and let God work in me. And I know you did too because we've talked about it many years. And we're still doing that. Because guess what? We want to take it back, don't we? We do. We do. And I am really bad. I like to... I like to know all the details. I like to know what's going to happen next. I want it all placed out. And you have to trust God. And that's a little bit difficult for this OCD type. So I want to encourage you, when you just surrender, you believe in God. You've accepted Him. You believe in His death, burial, and resurrection. He wants to do more in you than just save you for eternity. He has good things for while you're here. He does. So if you need hope right now, be redirected by the power of the Holy Spirit. Romans 5, 5. Hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Redirect. No more shame. Focus on God's love most important desire of God, He wants for all people to be reconciled with Him. So redirect your current steps and find the path that He has for you in 2022. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for showing us some things today in your Word. Through all these scriptures, you have lightened our paths. You have shown us the way we need to go. So Lord, may we choose to walk in it. May we redirect our steps closer to you. Realize that you're there waiting for us. Jesus Christ, we know you are the way, the truth, and the life. And we need to refocus and seek first the kingdom of God. And all these things will be added to us. So Lord, as we enter 2022, help us to be made new in you through the power of the Holy Spirit. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm -hmm. We're so glad you joined us today. Remember, you can do a simple search, Journey with Jesus, and find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and coming soon to Pandora. You can also reach out to us in email. We'd love to hear from you or if you have a special prayer request at journeywithjesus2019 at gmail.com. There's joy in the journey when you journey with Jesus.